Movie Hour, episode 116, January 13th, 2011. Spoiler alert, the following hour programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the always classy Nick Nolte's Happy Birthday Jeff Movie Hour. I am Zayhos, Greg Maloney, joined by my brother James, and everybody's birthday boy, Jeff. Welcome back to the show, gentlemen. Hey, guys. Hey. Happy birthday, Jeff. <laughs> Thanks. Happy birthday, it Jeff. It was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> we should have we did this yesterday, or sorry, last week, but, you know... Don't have the don't have the foresight for that. This is that's, that's we're gonna have to just backtrack okay. a day. If you want well, something more, like yeah. Today. yeah. If you want something more timely, we can wish a uh, friend of the show Matt B a happy birthday today. So happy yeah, birthday, happy birthday, Matt B. Awesome, awesome. Birthdays all around. Yes. Can it be my birthday too? Sure. No. Right, I always you know. felt left out because I had a birthday in the summer, so it never got never got celebrated during school. And I want so can we make up for it right now? Can it be my birthday? My birthday? Yeah, I actually made you cupcakes. Awesome, fantastic. We're gonna have to have those brought in later by the interns because I don't see cupcakes right now. He might be lying, people. I don't see him, but well, they might be around. There we'll was see. only two. Um, and I kind of got hungry. <laughs> you are a little more perky than usual, James. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was cupcake. Yeah. Okay then. I don't feel perky, but okay. It must be the new year. Yeah, it's uh, it must be. It has been a long week. Um, I'm sure everybody's already given up on their New Year's resolutions. I, I we never really did that this year, did we? At least on the show. I don't think I had. I don't have any New Year's resolutions. Did you guys make any? I was going to kill a rich rod if he still had a job, but luckily that didn't happen. So you were going to kill him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, seems, that seems a little overboard for a guy just trying to do his best coaching a football team. But nah. Nah. Yeah, now you got somebody named enough. Brady. Yeah. Yeah, Brady Hoke. Yeah. <laughs> I have a funny story about that if we want to is, is it is it the it, topic it, here. The Hokamania? Yeah. Are you ready for Hokamania? <laughs> it is that, actually. The guy on Sports Talk did a whole, like, a minute and a half long speech of Randy Macho Man Savage voice talking about how he was going to be the assistant coach to Brandy Hope. It was pretty funny. So moving past the the Michigan football discussion as we as we normally do, uh, we should talk about Jeff's birthday being yesterday. It was a very happy birthday, but um, this episode is going to revolve around Jeff's birthday now. I was hoping to get a special feature, like maybe like shotgun birthday questions at Jeff and see if he, how he can handle them, see how he sits on the hot seat. But <laughs> exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, I uh, I d- decided that would be wouldn't be very fun for Jeff. It might have been, we'd see. But I guess we're just gonna have to deal with a special uh, Jeff Jeff birthday, Holly Hunter's Highwood Hoopla edition, um, and uh, maybe a special Parker Posey edition. But the first topic. Of uh, the High Hunters, Highwood Hoopla, a Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters three thing, which is of Jeff's interest. This is like this is his wheelhouse. This is, this is Jeff related. Yeah, yeah, this is wheelhouse. Um, Sony Pictures apparently will not pony up any dough for the Ghostbusters sequel, which apparently is uh, tagged as 150 million. By the way, uh, so it's gonna be a pretty pretty big uh, production. Um, but will not give up anything until it gets a commitment from the Dalai Lama himself, Bill Murray, guaranteeing his participation. Uh, what do you guys think? And I guess we could start with the birthday boy. Birthday boy. Uh, what do you think the odds of uh, Senor Murray 
committing to anything really, but actually signing on for this project. Uh, um, not I don't know. We'll you see. Know, you did show up in that you know, uh, in that Vankman costume, that one thing. So that they got that working in their favor. Um, but I have to say that usually when you hear a story like this about a movie, it means that it is a death ship. Yeah. Uh, it like it's that it's not going anywhere. And um, so who knows? We'll see. I hope it happens. It would be kind of cool. I, well, I'm torn because it, it's probably gonna suck. But yeah, um, you know, <laughs> probably. I'm, yeah, but I'm willing to give it a shot. I don't think I would fork over any money without Bill Murray being attached either. So I definitely can't. That's pretty much my policy when it comes to movie making in general. (laughs) Is it really like, is it really, is it going to be any better if Bill Murray has his cameo or whatever in it? It's not going to be like, he's going to have a big role anyways, regardless. Is it turn zombie land from like a, from like a five stars out of 10 to like a seven and a half stars out of 10 movie. So that's true. That's true. And a very short part in that also. Exactly. It's yeah. a good point. Well referenced. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I I guess I find it sort of ridiculous that they're not just going to make it. Like I think it's going to make money regardless. Like, and it, from the movie production studio standpoint, like this is going to make money. I don't know if like he has to sign off on it for some legal reason, but I doubt it. And I uh, I figure why not? Just fucking make the movie. <laughs> so you don't have Bill Murray's blessing. I get it, but and you know, moreover, like if you could have like a kingpin size character for him, like yeah. you know, like not certainly not the main character, not even in the running for main character, but like uh, not a cameo either. Then you're talking a pretty serious, uh, yeah. Which we which we watched recently, which is no surprise. It was brought up, and it's a fantastic, fantastic movie. It's hilarious, hilarious. Uh, right. So the second topic of the Highlanders. Hollywood hoopla, Jeff edition. Um, a movie that we've talked about before that I'm, I'm personally interested in, especially the remake, uh, has some update. Total Recall, the remake, uh, apparently. Ha- yeah, I know, funny. Has officially uh, signed on Colin Farrell, the actor, um, for the movie. And also uh, that was mentioned by the producer for it, Neil Moritz. Uh, Neil went on to discuss the film. Saying the following, and I had to pull this quote out. It's just the funniest shit I've ever read. Um, Neil says, It's a real world, a real future world, where the cities have just gotten so overcrowded that the cities are just built up, 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 up. It's just everything I see on the movie, <laughs> every previs I see on the movie, every conceptual drawing on this movie that I see just makes me more and more excited. We're playing it like a real world, but there's all these technological advancements to the real world. It's just really... It's cool. End quote. It, it sounds like he got a pop quiz and he didn't know, know the answer, so he just like stringing <laughs> words together. It sounds like a sophomore in high school yeah. stoned to bejesus trying to explain like the fifth element or something <laughs> like that. It's, it's, it's horrible. Science fiction and such. Yeah, um, exactly. It's, it's like real. It's like they're attacking the. It's like up. No, like it's like real, but it's up, up. <laughs> Such, oh. such as, like, the Iraq. Yeah, the Iraq. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. But, uh, I, like, we talked about this, I don't know, a month ago. So, wait, Colin Farrell is going to be in it? Yeah, he's going to be playing the main character. Quato. He's going to be playing Quato? <laughs> no, <it's not>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be a good movie. Yeah, it would be. Um, I, I really think this thing has, a possi- like, a possibility of being good. Like, the remake probably sitting truer to the, the base material, the core material, and not being just Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger stabbing people in the neck, which was cool. And his eyes popping out were cool too, but no, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it could be interesting, but 
from what this guy's saying, and yeah, Colin Farrell being attached to it, not saying he's a terrible actor or anything, but he's done his he's done his fair share of also terrible things. Um, it, it meets the golden rule for remakes for me. It's I didn't like the movie to begin begin with, so God bless him. If you want to try and make it good, go ahead. <laughs> Have at it. Speaking. Um, of- I, I just found out though that um, that the original, which I'm not a big fan of at all, but whatever, um, was based on a Philip K. Dick book, and that's kind of interesting. Um, I like Philip K. Dick. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. It, like, uh, yeah, the the story being called "We Can Remember It for You Wholesale," which is a great title in itself. Of itself, He's got but... great titles for his books. It's... Right. <laughs> yeah, like um, the book that spawned Blade Runner was called "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?" Yeah. That's- Cool. See, this is, I I want I'm going to read this thing. I'm going to read it sometime. <laughs> going to sometime before I die. I'm going to read. I'm going to. Can we make sure we have a podcast from Greg's deathbed? <laughs> Just <laughs> Jim's predictions can come out. <laughs> we can do <laughs> lists and stuff. Shit, It'd be great. Ninety-eight percent of the time. Yeah, it'll. I don't know. I I really want to read it because. Just like um, I remember talking about the Johnny Mnemonic, same situation where the core material is really cool. Just talking about where we might be as a human race in the future and how that's going to affect us. And up, be, apparently, just yeah, up, 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 yeah, exactly. up with technological advances, but real. Yeah, I uh, my my dreams have been shattered thanks to just this quote alone just destroyed it. <laughs> um, so, our, <laughs> moving on to the Greg's Deathbed Podcast, um, I'm not going to let you win the quiz just because you're dead, dying, whatever. <laughs> Greg is dying, dead. <laughs> What's going to be great is having you making fun of yourself. That's going to be the best part. It'll be epic for sure. Um, we do. We should discuss uh, Jeff's birthday movie reviews, um, which I guess, <laughs> which I guess will be Jeff first since it is his birthday. And uh, yeah, you'll we, have the floor, Jeff. You can discuss uh, wh- what you'd like to discuss. Anything, well, anything. The air, um, the air of grievances. The, yeah, <laughs> I got some things I want to say. <laughs> um, I went uh, actually over the uh, over the the previous break uh, and saw the King's speech with my lovely girlfriend. Um, we liked it. We we saw a preview for it and uh, and decided that that would be a good uh, good movie for both of us to watch. And, uh, cause usually what happens is, you know, she'll want to watch romantic comedies and I'll want to watch like, you know, awesome movies. <laughs> and, like uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we, we have to, we have to kind of like, uh, meet someplace in the middle and watch sort of like the, uh, like the dramatic movies a little bit. And, um, this one was pretty cool. The uh, the plot for those of you that may not know is that uh, it's like the nineteen like late nineteen thirties, early nineteen forties, maybe probably late nineteen thirties, and um, it's uh, it's the the future king of England um, played by uh, the future king George the sixth played by Colin Firth, and um, kind of the story of how his older brother is supposed to be king because his dad is very ill and, and when his dad dies and his older brother due to some. Uh, I won't get into the whole thing, um, but due to some stuff, has to uh, has to resign his or decides to resign his claim to the throne. So Colin Firth um, has to get really serious about being able to speak because they're on the advent of like World War II, and even though the king's position is just as a figurehead, he needs to be able to address the nation, and he has this horrible, horrible, um, like crippling stuttering problem. And uh, sort of uh, touches on a couple of, um, you know, sort of like the theme of radio taking over and how kings used to just kind of have to look good and didn't have to say anything. And now they have to sort of, you know, like the idea of media changing the um, the the things that we look for in a uh, in a leader and stuff like that. 
great performances by Colin Firth as King George VI, Helena Bonham Carter as his wife, um, Queen Elizabeth, not the one that's alive now, but her mom. Um, and, uh, of course, Jeffrey Rush plays uh, the Australian um, elocutionist, uh, like speech therapist person, Lionel Logue, um, all based on a true story. Pretty cool. Um, Jeffrey Rush definitely steals the show because it's like the classic, like, um, fun to watch him and his like unorthodox methods of getting the the king to be able to speak better. Like one of them is making him swear because he doesn't stutter when he swears and stuff like that. I don't know. It's um, you know, it's a good movie. It's uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, seal of approval for me. It's kind of slowish at points, but there are some very funny moments, and it. it's it's quite entertaining. Um, you know, if you're looking for hardcore rock'em sock'em action or like, you know, serious makey outy or anything like that, you're not seeing it in this serious at all. Makey outy. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh it's 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 a good movie. I liked it. Snogging. So you've seen Snogging. <laughs> you've seen this movie and uh True Grit back to back and apparently these are the two front runners for best lead actor. Who's gonna win? Really? Are they really? Uh, that's what I heard. That's that's, that's word on the on. street. Word you in the industry. This, you, we say the word, James. Like if that's <laughs> if that's what it is, I should know about it, and I don't. So <laughs> I don't know where you got that information. Well, here we go. We can establish the front runner right here, Colin Firth, which is interesting also because it's pretty much a rematch of last year's battle. Lebowski, Lebowski versus the world. Yeah. So <laughs> um, who did the better performance? You think? Um. Bridges won last year, so yeah. what are the odds? Uh, like, I guess I guess Firth just because he's I definitely like Bridges and True Grit a lot better than I liked him in Crazy Heart. Um, he played like here's the thing: Colin Firth is playing. This is the type of movie yeah. that's made for an Oscar. Yeah, this is who Oscar like, yeah. right? Like, or something. You're you know? playing like a like a serious, um, you know, like a serious historical figure, yeah. and so you've got you, you know you've got like. The idea of you have to match somebody somebody else's mannerisms. You're not making yeah. up your own you and all that stuff. Something, <laughs> so. right? Um, I would, I, you know, I'd have, I'd say it's kind of like an apples to oranges type thing because the Jeff Bridges character was just that. Like he was a total character. Right. Like um, didn't use contractions. Said like that is not the man we are looking for right. and stuff like stuff like that. Where versus like. Um, you know, Colin Firth, King George the Sixth. It's not a character; it's an actual person. I'm going to give the edge to Colin Firth, especially because uh, Bridges won it last year. Although, like I said, I like Bridges in True Grit a lot better than I liked him in Crazy Heart. Yeah, actors win, actors never win Oscars for the fucking movie they're they're in. They never do it. Never. It's like the All Star Game in baseball. You never you never get it for the one you deserve. It right. For. Exactly. You get it. Exactly. You get it the year after you deserved it. Right. And uh, anything with Jeffrey Rush in it, I'm, I'm a fan of. Go Jeffrey yeah, Rush. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush. Do a good job. Uh, Jeffrey Rush, dynamite. Yeah, he's uh, Bonham Carter, too. also great. So th- those would be two um, best supporting bids, I would say. And, for I, sure. and I know nothing really about this movie, but I, I have a guess about it, and I want you to confirm my guess. Does the King's mm-hmm. speech got double meaning, where it's about his speech and it's about a speech? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's about a specific. <laughs> I just wanted. To, I just wanted yes. to pat myself on go, the back for that. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and guess that the king's speech. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, I just can't wait to see Jeffrey Rush just say, "Every time you stutter, I will kill a person," and he will. He will overcome his uh, adversity. <laughs> so fantastic. Uh, right. So that brings our uh, our Jeff's birthday reviews to James. James, what you got? Um, I actually watched two movies that I hadn't seen before uh, in this past week. 
neither one of them will get a, the full-fledged review treatment. But uh, I saw American Gangster, which was that uh, Ridley Scott film with uh, Denzel and Russell Crowe, and it, they all did their normal shtick. It, it was a decent movie, kind of slow at times. It's kind of weird because they both started out with independent storylines, kind of found out about each other, kind of battled it, you know, crime versus law type thing, and at the end they cooperate. So it's kind of strange that way. But uh, even though I had to miss 20 minutes of it due to a skipping disc from Netflix, uh get better. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, 20 Man, minutes. you're having a shitty time with discs lately. Yeah, so I had to skip two entire chapters. So, But, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, it was still pretty good, but, uh, yeah, not too bad. Uh, the other one I saw is uh, the film rendition of MASH from 1970, uh, the Robert Altman film. Uh, it was pretty amusing. Uh, this is my first Robert Altman film. Uh, really? Yeah, I've seen parts of other ones. I think I've seen parts of Shortcuts, and I've seen parts of – what was the other one? I don't remember what the other one was. This was the only all, Bob Altman movie on, on your list? No, this is the only one I've seen. I can't believe there wasn't. I can't believe the long goodbye wasn't on your list. Uh, somebody, it, it might be, bizarre. or it might have been vetoed by somebody else's viewing of it. I'm not sure. But anyway, gotcha. so a um, couple things about that one. Uh, uh, just like the TV show that everyone's familiar with. I mean, this one's great because it's got a bunch of you know goof offs in the mid you know midst of war going on. So the juxtaposition of it all kind of you know brings it better to light. But a couple of weird things I I thought was kind of strange was uh, the first one being. He does a lot of scenes where if there's, I don't know, three or more people in the scene, they all talk kind of at once. And I don't know if that's a Robert Allman thing or if it was just for this movie or what, but it's just like, okay, there's, you know, four people in this mess tent, you know, trying to have a conversation and you're trying to listen to it all as it's happening simultaneously. And it was a little off-putting, so I don't know. Have you guys seen a that's lot not, of this stuff? Yeah, that's not a Bob Altman okay. classic or anything. I don't, I don't, so I don't know why he chose to do it that way, but it was, was kind of cool in some spots, but most of the time I was just trying to figure out what the hell people were saying and if it was important or not. Um, and the other thing was just kind of interesting. Um, and this, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually representative of the, um, the tone in American society um, vis-a-vis the Vietnam War. It's an allegory. <laughs> gotcha. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> uh, the, the other thing is kind of interesting, um, maybe mostly for Jeff. Um, I didn't know this, but uh, Donald Sutherland's character, who played Hawkeye Pierce, he does a little whistle and... At the end, which is exactly what George Clooney does in F- Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I mean it's like almost huh. identical in tone and everything. Interesting. So I'm wondering if he a long time. So that, yeah, that's, I'm wondering uh, that, if he got it from that or what. But it was, I mean, he does it a lot, like just as the, and it's just constant. And I'm so I I can't imagine it not being inspired by that. But I, I thought that was kind of interesting. So, but uh, yeah, definitely worth a watch, and it was nice to get back on our infamous uh, IMDb list. And wait, how long has ago. it been? Like since the last one? Uh, five months, four months, something like that. I don't know. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, and only fifteen more movies to go. Yeah. from what I understand. Yep, fifteen. Oh. You have to do like a retrospective after it's all. Done. I have to watch them all again just to remember them all. Um, yeah, started this in '03. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know Robert Altman did mash. That's interesting. Very interesting, and. Uh, the movie spawned the TV show, right? Correct. Okay. Just, not that that's big of a deal. We're not the TV show well, hour. Not very usual. Yeah. Very um, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, I don't really have a movie review. Jeff, uh, since this is Jeff's birthday, he had requested that I brought, brought up a serious man because he finally 
uh, got me to watch it. And it's not like I didn't want to watch it. It's just one of those things where people bug you to do something all the time, and then you don't want to do it because just despite them. Because I, I think that them. only happens to you, or mostly happens to you. <laughs> this must have been the week for it because I finally played with his Xbox, and you finally <laughs> yeah. watched the yeah. movie. Happy birthday, Jeff! <laughs> people are doing the things that I recommend that they um, do for their own enjoyment. We watched a lot of movies that day, actually. Um, Kingpin got turned on that day. What else did we watch? Like we throw Hot out, Fuzz. Hot Fuzz was turned on, which is a classic. Well, True the, Lies. Call it a classic. Oh yeah, True Lies was the last, the killer. Great day. Sleep. Um, but uh, yeah, Serious Man, great movie. Uh, which uh, Jeff has reviewed before. I'll just mention my personal experience. Uh, another Coen Brothers movie. In terms of ranking, I haven't seen all the Coen movies. I've seen a lot of them. Um, I really think this is a lot like Barton Fink. I think I was talking to you about this, Jim, and I asked if you'd watch Barton Fink, and you hadn't, and then I just stopped the c- comparison. But um, I think it seems a lot like it. You watch it, and it's just, it's a story about a guy going through some troubling times and his like a big step in his career, his marriage, and like him being a father, and so, sort of a little bit of a, a story about his son too, and what he's going through. And it seems. I've only seen it once, but it's one of those movies where you can't take anything for like face value. Everything's got a little bit more of a uh, a meeting and a little bit of a uh, symbology symbology there, some symbolism. Um, but uh, I really liked it. Want to see it again? Uh, the shooting, especially in the very the very beginning, which Jeff and I talked about, there's a small sequence of like a it's either like a Jewish tale or an actual, you know, they might have created these characters out of thin air. I don't know. They, I, I looked it up real briefly. They did. It's, it's totally invented. Okay. Totally invented. All right, cool. Um, I was not sure about that. And I, I thought these, I thought that part was really interesting and it sort of seems like that part is sort of like your, your ruler or your guideline for the rest of the movie. And I don't understand how it fits in there yet, but, um, really want to see it again. Very interesting movie. If you're a Coen brothers fan, definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, I, that was the only Top thing I half. Bottom half. Um, I don't remember what Jeff. That's tough. That's tough. Um, I would say top half because I really if you really if you like Barton Fink, this is definitely up there. I I I, I liked it a lot, and uh, I, I'm going to see it again for sure. Um, saved it for later. Saved it for later. Uh, so it's going to be a sort of a quick birthday episode today. We got to get to uh, the birthday shenanigans, and um, we have uh, our movie reviews. Unless anyone has a birthday shout out, I guess. I guess we got to we got to go to uh, or sorry, not movie reviews, but uh, the Jeff's Parker Posey play along uh, Jeff edition. Oh good, um, I didn't have any more movie reviews. Right, right. I forgot to go back to. I'm like movie review time again. Do it for the record, everyone. I just want to I want to get the uh, get the record straight. The reason Greg keeps bringing up my birthday is not that I make a big deal of my birthday and that he's being. So sarcastic and making fun of me um because if i were just listening to this like you know without any (laughs) context that's what i would think was happening right now to be honest i'm kind of confused by the uh the constant birthday rhetoric but it's not because i make a big deal of my birthday and force other people to also and you know so greg's being ironic and blowing it out of proportion i'm probably just making it I'm probably just making up for the fact that I didn't really know it was your birthday yesterday, and so I'm that, that's okay. I, um, I, I, I... <laughs> okay. So uh, the Parker Posey play along, which uh, last week's was Jeff's question: uh, What movie character's job would you want, and why? And uh, a tough one. I barely even got an answer of it on air, or answer for it on air. Uh, Jeff, did you want to pick a, an answer of yours that was your favorite? Uh, mine, naturally. Uh, no, actually, I liked, um, I think it was Josh Wah, Wah. that said, that said, um, that said he wanted to be Lucius Fox from Batman because he wanted to make a weather device that would make it so that it was warmer in Michigan and didn't snow. 
Uh, I really like that answer. <laughs> and that wasn't part of that stuff. selection, but okay. That was his honorable mention, Robert Vaughn. Oh, was it? Well, that's yeah. still what he said, uh, so I like it. <laughs> Anything from Superman 3 is a fantastic answer. So if you guys have any answers from Superman 3, that's your best bet. And uh, Oh, that's right. He had that Richard Pryor answer, didn't he? That was good. Um, right, so... I, just to mention again, the Parker Posey play-along question we bring up on air, and you can answer at the boards at gunkabit.com. Appreciate all the answers given every week. Thank you so much. Um, and I have a question. My Parker Posey's next, so it's my, my turn. And even though I mentioned, like, Jeff Birthday Edition and all those other things, this is actually a birthday-type uh, Parker Posey because I was thinking about it. And I, I was like, all right, I need a birthday-type Parker Posey. How am I going to do this? And I felt bad that I didn't do, like, the hot seat shoot 50 questions at Jeff because it's his birthday. So this will be the birthday Parker Posey play along. Um, and I, th- I had thought about back like in high school when you'd go to the theater and at least the local theaters near us, maybe when Star wasn't there at the mall yet, it was we would go to Showcase and you'd go to like a smaller theater and there would be the promo at the beginning of the movie saying like, oh, this movie's for rent for birthdays and special events and shit like that. Yeah. And I thought, I, I don't know anybody in the history of time that's ever run out of theater and watched, I you know, a movie. Yeah, a movie for it. And it got me wondering like, all right, you know, you're putting, you're running a movie theater. It's your birthday. Or you got your friends around you, your family. What movie do you put on the big screen? And it's tough. I like, I've thought about this question a like, Pretty much all day. I got my answer. And there's a couple. Yeah, there's definitely a couple ways you can go with it. But I'm going with like the family fun. Maybe maybe this was in my head because the family feud. But um, Back to the Future was something that came to my head first. And That's a good answer. It's just you. You got the kick-ass soundtrack. Everybody's jiving to Huey Lewis in the news. Fantastic. Um, Michael J. Fox. Everybody everybody appreciates him. Leah Thompson not looking too bad in that movie. All all kinds of comments. And then you've got crazy Christopher Lloyd rocking, and it's something for everybody. And you can you can sort of holler at the screen and uh, dance along. It's fantastic. And uh, yeah, I think and everyone everybody knows it, which is sort of important. It's a uh, it's um it's common. It's uh, everybody. Yeah, everybody feels at home watching Back to the Future. At least I do. So that was my answer. And again, like put the atmosphere any way you want it. It's your birthday. But you rent out a theater. I assume friends and family are there with you. You've got the theater, you know, half full, quarter full. Probably it's going to be a small theater. So, um, yeah, it's all to yourself. Do whatever you want. What movies on the What movies on the big screen? Uh, Jeff or James? Who wants to jump jump on it first? All right. Um, the first thing that popped into my head, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to go with this because I think I answer it. I've answered it like in the last two months as a Parker Posey answer, but yeah. the room, yeah, uh, <laughs> just without a doubt. I mean, the the combination of the people that I know that love that movie and would get a huge kick out of watching it on the big screen, and the people that I know that just hate the very idea of that movie, like all being together in a room, being forced to watch it. Not to mention like all the um, cool like ritualistic stuff that we could do, like bring the plastic spoons, like we could turn it into you right. know, class midnight showing and everything. Throw the football. Around, throw the football around the theater, all that. So that's that's my that's my initial reaction. But my actual answer has got to be Caddyshack. Just Ooh, yeah. pure laughs, pure laughs for everyone. Everybody yelling the jokes five seconds before they yeah. happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's good. That's a really good. It's answer. in the hole. Yeah, just standing up. Yeah, <laughs> you got hold of that one. <laughs> Looks like he's got about a nine iron there. That's good. So, yeah. I like that one. Like it's uh, 
It's a fun, yeah, and again, yeah, you've got the theater to yourself, so, you know, antics abound, anything, anything you want to do. So, uh, yeah, um, James, what do you, what you got? Uh, I actually looked into doing this once, and for the record, the place told me I had to pretty much buy out every seat, and that's how much it costs to rent the place. That doesn't seem that bad. What I'm worried about is how do you get, like, is it, do they just put a DVD in, and that, they blow it up yeah, on the screen? Is that how that works? Cause when I, I looked like, into it, I was looking into it, and, uh, like the dollar theater when they were doing old movies. So right. I think they could have gotten their hands on it that way. But anyway, um, the movie hands down for me would be Raiders Lost Ark, but I answer that all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm going to change my answer with a little bit of uh, uh, ulterior motive to it. I'm crystal gonna, Skull. Crystal <laughs> Skull. I'm, I'm going to go with Goonies. And good good, I thought, good answer. The, the reason would be is because if I had all these people with me, there would be a lot of youngins with me, and it's, I think it's a movie that needs to keep getting shown, otherwise it may fall by the wayside, so I think it's important that we keep it alive. Use it or lose it. Yeah, and it's, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's a classic that needs to be shown to everybody, so yeah. and I think enough people of our age and older still enjoy the movie as well, so <laughs> I think I would go with Goonies. Yeah, and Can I, I tell you what I imagine? <laughs> I, I imagine uh, several of the uh, Maloney nieces and nephews and maybe some of the uh, the uh, be sick the kids and several you know several of the other youngsters um, the 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 Joshua KPW uh, child and uh, running around not paying attention and Jim <laughs> just losing it just yeah this yeah, is yeah, the you best part come on this is the part with the octopus deleted scene deleted scene <laughs> and me trying Watch to impart the, the wisdom oh this scene was great the editor really earned his money by deleting that scene blah blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I imagine that whoever, yeah, people that are answering this are also there gonna be kids involved in some of these situations, and that's sort of where the Back to the Future came into. That I was thinking, like the room, not so much a child in the area kind of movie, uh, but um, yeah, I, I expect answers to vary pretty. Yeah. What's wrong with a man making love to a woman's belly? <laughs> His ass just having sex with her chest. Um, yeah, uh, the room, fantastic movie, check it out. But yeah, I. I I really think it would be it would be really cool to do that sometime. I that's something that I would love to do. And there's like small theaters are sort of disappearing unfortunately, so I don't know what the actual realization of that would be, but um yeah, I I think I could imagine if you got it set up, they would have to at this point like pretty much just like blow up a Blu-ray on a projector or something. I don't know what it would do, but it would be cool for the sound if nothing else. Um it would be pretty cool to be in the theater and part of that. It would be awesome. Um but yeah, I, uh, the question again. Um, it's your birthday. Much of this, it is my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, you have any movie you want on the big screen. What is it? You got your family, friends, whoever, part, all in the theater, private showing. What do you want to see? It's on the screen. Um, I know we've done a couple questions similar to this, but this is sort of its own legs, birthday, Parker Posey question. So. Uh, yeah, it'll be on the boards for you to answer. And uh, James, Jeff, another fantastic birthday episode. Um, there are there are only so many. There are only so many birthday episodes, and this is a fantastic one. Thank you both for your input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, drive safe. It's bad out. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> whatever your whatever your weather situation is, it's bad out. Good luck. Um, yeah, take care, everybody. The Nick Nolte's happy birthday, Jeff. Movie hour. See you later. Bye.